on June 23rd, 2018, 12 Thai boys and their soccer coach were captured in a cave underneath a mountain. The boys and the coach had uh, ventured into this cave that was a tourist spot, thinking that they would spend an hour exploring the cave. But they ended up spending two weeks or more. On the day when the children did not return home, the parents got worried. And they knew that some of the kids had mentioned about the cave, and so they went looking to the cave. And at the mouth of the cave, uh, they saw bikes and backpacks and soccer gear lying there. Immediately they realized that the, their children could be um, stranded in the cave. So they called for help. This was the monsoon season in Thailand. July is the peak and the cave could flood up to 16 feet. It had been raining for the past few days. So in the cave, as the water level was, was rising, the, the boys scrambled deeper and deeper into the cave until they were marooned on a small piece of rock um, 2.5 miles into the cave. There was pitch darkness. The boys were determined to survive. So they huddled together to keep themselves warm. They could not drink the water on the ground because it was muddy and not clean. They did not have food because they, they thought they would only be in the cave for an hour. So they had to drink the water that flowed from the cave walls. The soccer coach was previously a Buddhist monk and he knew um, some meditation techniques. So he taught the little kids um, meditation so that they could keep themselves calm, so they can conserve energy. Outside, the Navy SEALs were looking for ways to get into the cave, were trying to find out and searching where the boys could be. They were gathering together a rescue team. The villagers around were praying. Not only were they praying, but the whole world was praying because this became a news on all um, news channels. Finally, there were two British divers who were able to uh, maneuver through this murky, narrow passage um, way for days. They were laying a guide rope as they were going into the cave, searching and looking for these boys. And finally, on the ninth day of the search operation, they spotted the boys. They were alive.
and the boys were carried out in small groups um, over several days. Each of this group took at least five to eight hours to come out of the cave. Um, what everybody expected, a story to end in darkness and tragedy. Actually, with the help of the local and the international community, ended uh, on a positive note. The story didn't end in darkness, but ended in the light. All the, 40, all the 12 uh, boys and their soccer coach survived and, and um, are alive today to share um, their story. In today's first reading from the prophet Isaiah, we hear Isaiah saying, He has sent me to bring glad tidings to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and release to the prisoners. This passage is important because Jesus uses this passage or quotes it in his first sermon to the Jewish people. So what does it mean when Jesus says, I've, I've come to heal the brokenhearted? Who are the brokenhearted in our world? The brokenhearted are those who don't place Christ at the center of their heart. They have other things that occupy that place. And Jesus wants to heal us. And how does he do that? He does that by coming into our hearts and becoming that center that he should become. Jesus says he's come to proclaim liberty to the captives, freedom. Um, we hear this, this uh, Christmas hymn um, often during the season, O come, O come, Emmanuel, ransom captive Israel. The Thai boys were captive in the cave. They didn't know. They didn't know what was happening outside. They were in darkness for two weeks or more, hoping and praying that maybe there's going to be some help. Surviving by the hour. But we can re-look at captivity as sinners. As sinners, we're also captive. We're captive to our sins. Romans chapter 4 says, I'm sorry, Romans chapter 7 says, For I do not do the good I want, but I do the evil I do not want. We all experience that. We know what is right, but somehow we don't find um, that, that willpower, let's say, to, to, to choose what is right. So what is the sin that is holding me captive? Is it my pride? Is it envy? Is it anger? Is it greed? 
Is it lust? Is it gluttony? Is it my laziness? Jesus has come to set us free. And the way he does that is by giving us a mission. Through his death and resurrection, he has brought freedom. And he frees us and he sends us to do what he did, heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners. We have the same spirit that the prophet Isaiah speaks about. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me. At baptism, we all receive the Holy Spirit. So the same spirit that was on Jesus is upon us. For the Thai boys, the ones who brought freedom were the Navy SEALs, the divers who gathered from across the world, the villagers who could not dive and go into the cave, but prayed. Our second reading today says, pray without ceasing. And we cannot give up on prayer. In our gospel today, we encounter John the Baptist. John the Baptist was also sent, and he had a mission. His mission was to give testimony, to testify to the light. And he did that till death. Though in this um, story, the, the, the Thai boys and the soccer coach came out alive, there was one retired Navy SEAL who had volunteered um, knowing that the children could not swim, did not know how to swim and did not know how to dive, um, had volunteered to put canisters of oxygen along the way. But he tragically dies because of lack of oxygen. He was the only casualty in this whole rescue operation. So, so testimony, giving testimony for some of us could lead to death. We look at all the martyrs in the church. They died giving testimony. So we are halfway, we're at a halfway point in this Advent season. It's like the, the, the boys in the cave, you know, one week, one week into their ordeal in the cave. We don't know, they don't know what is happening and they were asked, I mean, they did many interviews after, you know, they came out and they asked, do you know what was happening outside? He said, we didn't know what was happening outside. Did you know that the whole world was praying for you? That everybody was watching every step? Like, they didn't know. So it's the same with us at halfway point. You know, we can say, oh, you know what? I mean, you know, I'm, point of no, I'm at a point of no recovery. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a sinner. I'm you know, not a good person. But... Um, 
But Jesus does not see that. He wants to heal us. He believes that he can heal us. And we've got to believe the same. And we have to start rejoicing now, not when we are healed, in this anticipation already. This Sunday, the third Sunday of Advent is called Gaudate Sunday. It's a Sunday of rejoicing. And that's why we you know, wear the pink color, um, joy and rejoicing. I see a lot of you wearing you know, these liturgical colors uh, today. Uh, but we call to rejoice. Um, looking forward to the 25th, looking forward to, our, to the birth of Christ, to him coming into our hearts and occupying that space that he should um, occupy and be. So let us ask for this grace to not remain in darkness, but to open to Christ, uh, to the light, uh, so that not only do we uh, be people of the light, that we can bring others to light as well. Thank <clears throat> you.